In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is among us. Glory be to Jesus Christ. We begin now the two-week fasting period that comes every year before the Holy Day of the Dormition, the Assumption of the Holy Mother of God. During this time, we will have many occasions to ask the Virgin Mary for her help and her intercession for us before the Lord's throne in heaven. We do so with humble and hopeful hearts that speak of a warm and tender piety that we have in our veneration of the Holy Mother of God. The whole two-week fast and the feast day itself are just two examples of how this honor is expressed. Certainly, Scripture teaches us that the Virgin Mary is honored as the mother of our Lord. We read that in the book of Luke, first chapter and verse 28, the Scripture also tells us that all generations will call her blessed. We read that in Luke, the first ch chapter and the 48th verse, the tradition of the church expresses these scriptural facts. There is a beautiful hymn for the Feast of the Dormition that also teaches us why we should honor her. The hymn for the feast is the following. Listen to it. In birth, you preserve your virginity. In death, you did not abandon the world, O Theotokos, as mother of life. You departed to the source of life, delivering our souls from death by your intercession. The holy day which will come soon on August 28 for us, and also it has come now to others of our Christian people, will co commemorate the Virgin Mary's falling asleep to this life and being taken to heaven. It is a funeral commemoration that is unlike any other. There is no crying, there is no mourning at this funeral. There is not one hint of requiem or sorrow, not one tear that is shed. There is only rejoicing this is because the mother of God came to understand the words of St. Paul when he said, when he wrote to the Philippians, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Departing this life was all gain for the mother of God. All creation celebrates this translation of Mary from this life to the next. We see this in the abundance of the flowers that bloom now and are brought to the church for blessing on the holy day. And the most beautiful flower of them all is the flower of St. Basil. 
Every bloom is a testimony of the joy of creation and the glory of the Blessed Virgin. We should not be surprised at this. The long anticipation of creation is fulfilled in the most holy mother of God. Saint Maximus, the confessor of our church, teaches that in her, the Blessed Virgin Mary, as the preeminent Christian, full of grace and the Holy Spirit, creation is reunited to man, and that unity is then offered up to God. Creation is blessed by God through man, through Mary. Creation is given the hope of becoming paradise, the Garden of Eden once again. We should know that it is really impossible for us to understand her fully now. We did understand her as long as she lived among people, but we cannot comprehend her now that she has reached that everlasting sky of divine love. Nevertheless, she remains as one of us. She is a member of the body of Christ. She is a member of the church, and so are we. We are bound together by the cords of redemption. This is to say that the eternity of Christ and Mary, even though it is beyond us, is our eternity as well. Though we cannot understand the light and the truth and the beauty of the Virgin in paradise, we may rest assured that she understands us in the wisdom of our Lord. Why is the Holy Virgin Mother of God so concerned about the state of our hearts and the clarity of our thoughts? Let us look back to the flowers the flowers of basil. We talked about a few minutes ago. The flower itself is an image of the mother of God. Her life became like the flower, a sign of beauty in the drabness of the ugly world. In her every word and every act, in the language of her prayers, she opened a window into hope and eternity. And at the moment of her repose, that blossom, that flower of St. Basil, sprang into the multitude bloom, whose petals would never decay, but would deepen in beautiful splendor with every passing season and with the aroma of beauty. Did we not see this mystical link to eternity in every moment of her earthly life? Did we not hear the echo of heaven when she hid the youth of Christ's child in her heart? Did we not understand the full meaning of her direction when she told the wedding attendants at the wedding in Cain of Galilee, do whatever he tells you? Did we not notice the lesson hidden in the words of the gospel when Jesus told Martha, 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 you are anxious about many things. But only one thing is needful. Mary has chosen the best part. We shall not be taken away from her. Did we not hear him, the word of God crucified, speak from the cross, speak from that cross when he said, behold your mother. Because if we did, we will know that the chief concern 
of the mother of God is that we may know her son. This is what she prayed for, for on earth, and her prayers helped compel the great apostolic mission that proceeded from Pentecost, a mission that turned the world upside down. I talk about these things now because we live in a time of unprecedented lack of faith. Faith is sparse in our modern day, and we find that there is little time to love, to talk of important things, and to care for needs of our friends and our families. With so little faith and so much unbelief, it is difficult now more than ever to pray. The Most Holy Mother of God, the Bohorodisa, is able to pray. It is she who will help us to pray, along with all the saints. She wants us to know her Son, who brightens our souls. So let us use this two-week fasting season that leads us to the feast day of the Dormition, the Assumption, as some people call it. Let us rejoice in her victory and in her eternal life. It is for our benefit that we do so. For in her gladness and in her beauty, the Most Holy Mother of God grants us the kindness of her richness, most powerful gift, the gift of a mother speaking to her son, the gift of the prayers of the Mother of God. I'm going to ask you something. Please pray with me. Let us now together recite the Hail Mary prayer, and you may kneel at this time, and we should recite it every day during this two-week Dormition fast. Pray along with me. Hail Mary, full of grace, O virgin birth giver of God, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. For you have given birth to Christ the Savior and deliver of our souls. Hail Mary, full of grace, O virgin birth giver of God, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. For you have given birth to Christ the Savior and deliver of our souls. Hail Mary, full of grace, O virgin birth giver of God, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, for you have given birth to Christ the Savior and deliver our souls. Dear parishioners, may the Holy Virgin Mary, the Blessed Mother of God, help us. Presiataya Bohorodice Spasinas Amin.